So this is going to be the episode after the very long Josh Turner discography deep dive. My bad. Apologies. I just felt like it'd be kind of something interesting to do, right? So I'm going to do this one. That's going to be a lot slower, not necessarily in regards to content, but a lot more calm and relaxing, more of just like shooting the breeze type, right? Just kind of chilling with the homies and talking about a fun little topic, right? So this is the topic that I chose for today. And you're going to be like, huh? A lot of you are going to be like, huh? Especially people that do relate to country music is. What makes country music so relatable for not just country folk, rednecks, you know, insert southern slang here. What makes it right for... I have to get something off my chest. This is something that you guys may... You may view at me differently after I say this. This might be like something where you're like, hey... I am never listening to you again. How dare you? This is a sin in the country music game. Alright. Deep breaths, right? I don't drink. I know. Oh my god. No. <laughs> I, I don't. And that's not saying like I look at people that do drink and be like, How dare you? Right? Or... I look down upon you because you do that. I absolutely do not. I believe everybody is able to do what they want to do with their life, and I respect it. And just because I don't do it doesn't mean like I say, hey, that's the wrong, that's the right, that's I don't care, da-da-da-da-da. I just don't do it myself. And I feel like there's that connotation with people that are like, if I listen to country music, I must have to drive a truck. I have to drive a four-wheel drive truck, two-wheel drive truck. I got to have a, I got to have a massive beard. I can only drink beer on the weekends. I smoke the devil's lettuce, as people call it. That's my favorite word for weed, the devil's lettuce. I gotta do cocaine. I, I gotta do something to make me country, right? No, you don't. You absolutely don't. I feel like anybody can relate to country songs because of the actual meanings of the country songs. It's not that. So I would say the three themes that country music feeds around the most, right? It's what makes it revolve. Number one, I would say that heartbreak is probably the number one, right? Heartbreak is just, I can't believe that this happened to me, right? I I can't believe that I've been broken up with, I've been used like this, I've been thrown to the side, Everybody can relate to that because you can't tell me once in your life, and I don't even care, like, if we're talking, like, from kindergarten and up, like, if you're in the dating world back in kindergarten, you remember you play us back in the day in the playground, you strutting that stuff on that uh, monkey bar, showing that lady how you can pull up, mm-hmm, you know what I'm talking about, you were in the game back then, you just didn't know it, right? <laughs> no, but, like, even... Relating all the way back to that, right? Think about it. 
How many times have you felt like your heart has been crumpled? Right? And I'll take that, that heartbreak, and think about all the times that you've lost somebody in your life that you care for. And it might be romantically, maybe family, maybe a very close friend. Maybe losing a friend, not necessarily in death, but in like proximity or even just like you guys grow away from each other, right? Heartbreak and loss, right? That is the number one element that I feel like theme-wise country music is. I don't know if you could hear that moped or whatever the crap just went by but that was that was a great time for it to be heartbreak moped noise that was a little bit more meatier than a moped but (laughs) i digress all right so this is my thing heartbreak loss that is the number one quality that i feel like in country music should be exemplified and I would say that majority of the time, even in modern day, they do a really good job with this, but just not done in the way that the traditional sense would be, right? And a lot of ways that people deal with this heartbreak is drinking or doing whatever drug that you please, right? It ain't my place to judge anybody for doing that. It's not. Because I'm not in their situation. It's just not the way that I deal with things. I deal with things by... I'm a writer, essentially. I write them out. I let them all out. I talk about them. I don't talk to, talk about them necessarily to people all the time. I might even just be sitting in my room talking to myself. Whoever walks by the, my room or whatever might be like... Oh, he's talking to a friend or something. No, I'm just sitting there talking to myself, right? You know? I ain't saying I necessarily do that, but I'm just saying, like, in my head or whatever, I'm talking to myself. Alright, so this is the thing. Heartbreak and loss. It's kind of my thing right there where I'm like, that is probably the key element. If we're talking about the Rushmore, but like pillar style, like we got three pillars holding country music up. Number de uno. It is very sad country loss music right that that's it boom that's pillar number one that's the main beam second beam is love and you could say well heartbreak and love play off each other so you know they could be the same beam i I could see that argument absolutely but i'm just saying love in general by itself right being so into somebody something someone That you can't see straight. That you can't think straight. You do stuff out of the ordinary. You're not yourself in a way where you're not losing yourself necessarily. But you're being a better self because of this. Or in some cases, some people can make you a worse self. And that would be a a very interesting song to play off of. Like, like, hey, I really like you and everything. But you're really making me a worse person. That'd be an interesting concept, too, because love makes us do some freaking weird stuff, man. It really does. And a lot of the stuff we may not be proud of, but it sure does make us do it, man. I would say that love is that second pillar because there's so many love songs out there, man. Just think about all the songs back in 
the day. Back in the good old days, as they say. I'm going to love you forever and ever, amen. Absolute classic. When tomorrow never comes. The dance, which has got a little bit of heartbreak in it, too. I, I get that. But, you know, just thinking about the pillars. Think about taking love out of country music. What happened? Now we just got depression. We got to have a little bit of happiness. We can't just have depression. Please. I don't want to be depressed all the time. I mean, I can be depressed 25% of the time and I can get by, but 75, uh, 80, 90, 100%? Nope. Can't do it, man. Be like, all right, checking out. See you guys later. (laughs) No, but love is just so powerful. They always say that love is one of the most powerful elements in the world, right? And there's also type of love where it's not romantic. It's that love of... I love you, insert family member. I love you, dude. I love you, girl, whatever. And referring to, like, girlfriends. Not, you know, kissy-kissy girlfriends, but, like, mutual, platonic, girl, female friends, women friends, whatever you want to say, right? You can love somebody like that, absolutely. And there's songs about that, like Tracy Lawrence's You Find Out Who Your Friends Are, one of my favorite songs because... I figured that out the last few years of who actually has been my friends. Who are the ones that have my back when I'm pinned against a wall? You know? My lifelines, like Rodney Atkins sings about, which is a very good song that is not pushed. I think it's on the Take a Back Road album. Highly recommend listening to Lifelines. One of those hidden gems by listening to albums. I'm telling you, you gotta listen to albums because you will learn... So many good songs about your life that you would have never known if you didn't at least try to dive into them. And I can recommend them all day, right? But, hey, I'm only one man and I can only relate to so many songs myself. But, yes, love. Love is that pillar. And I would say it's probably the second strong pillar. It's holding the – if the middle is where you need most of your your toughness, your grit – the left side might be a little bit heavier where it's leaning. You're going to need a bigger pillar there to match, to keep it up. Especially if it's like slanted, like a slanted roof. Like you got the main beam and then you got the beam that holds that higher length. So it's like runoff goes straight down, if you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking You remember runoff from like earth science back in the day? Erosion, all that good stuff? Yeah, we're making an analogy. You heard it, an analogy. So, the right side is that third pillar, which we'll get to. But, like I said, I can't even explain and analyze love enough to be like, hey, boom, love is this, 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 time is love, endless love, blah, blah, blah. Love is there. So, you would say, okay, if love is so important, why wouldn't you make it the main pillar, right? Why wouldn't you make it the main pillar? The reason that I wouldn't make it the main pillar is because without love, right, there's no heartbreak. But I would say heartbreak is more powerful than love in the music business, right? There's just something like when everything's going right, you don't need love songs, right? It's it's good to sing along with them and you're having a great time jazzing around with your your girl, your boy, whatever, you're having a good time. But when things are bad, you don't want to hear them love songs about how things are right. 
You want to hear about that heartbreak. You want to be able to relate to that. And that's where the heartbreak songs hit the most. And that's why I feel like that's the main pillar that holds it up. That is the main beam. But they play off each other. Without heartbreak, there wouldn't be as good love songs, right? Love songs wouldn't mean as much. But love songs wouldn't mean as much without the heartbreak. So there is that little intersect there. Which is kind of an interesting point to bring up. I I didn't even really think about that. Fun fact, when it comes to these types of uh, conversations, this is just me kind of just talking out of the out of my head and that's why it's kind of like spontaneous sometimes and some days i'm doing better than others i actually got a good amount of sleep i come back from the coke 600 which is a nascar race for uh all you uh people that do not follow nascar which is a whole nother whew, another redneck stuff and <laughs> i could just talk for days about nascar man but I come back from the 600, which is 600 miles. It rained a little bit. The race started at 3. We got done with the race at 8.30. I live away about hour, 40 minutes, 2 hours, right? I get home. I had to get some food because I didn't eat the whole entire time because, you know, some stuff come up. We won't get into that. But anyways, I got home 12 o'clock, 8, went to bed at 1, had to go to work at like six so i got like four and a half hours of sleep which is not bad i can run on four and a half i promise there'll be a point to this anyways i worked my whole day yesterday eight hours and then i went home let the dogs out Four thirty comes around in the afternoon lay down to go to bed i wake up 11 30 at night and said oh no <laughs> i slept so much and then i went back to bed and woke up at like six ish to go to work today at seven so i am jazzed i have plenty of sleep but on other days where i'm like really tired and only sleeping one to two hours because i'm dumb and i make dumb decisions because i'm human that should be the third pillar of country music at this point right no i'm just, but i at least try to make it fun anyways so all powerful and so you have three individual pillars in that love right if you could section it off i'm at literally drawing a pillar for visual guidance for me right i would say the bottom foundation of love right if you are spiritual i would say it's like the love of god right it's god's love that's and i would say gospel music would be the root of country music almost like bluegrass and gospel is how country music arised a little bit then you can have like the whole debate of oh rock is the reason country music is alive or whatever and sure i'm talking about like the principles i would say gospel music god's love being like the primary love right that's how you get to the spiritual love part and that's how arises country music and you can exemplify that through Josh's music, how he always has like a gospel song, one or two in it, or has a God, God's aspect into it, right? And not necessarily all artists are religious or whatever, but you, you do have like that principle, right? That eternal love, right? And that love goes up to like family love. Because without family, like that love in family, you never know what love truly is. And I would also say you wouldn't know what love truly is. If you believed in God or gods or whatever, that that love, God's love, 
the deity's love is how you would find love and family. But if you don't have that, I would say the bottom pillar would be family if you just section it in half. I know this is getting kind of interesting. Family love, without love in the family, it's really hard to know what love is. You can find it in life, like romantic love and stuff and friends and stuff, but family love is like where that love is rooted. And then you got romantic love. That is your kissy-kissy love. And you combine all these in this pillar with little squiggly lines and you put them in the ground. That's the roots of the love pillar, right? So, And then the third pillar is kind of where it gets kind of difficult, right? Because everybody thinks of beer, cars, women. Shout outs to like Hank Sr., uh, insert old country artist here, Lefty Frizzell, Honey Cash, like Conway, people like that, making references to them, and then other drugs and stuff that's mentioned in other songs, uh, fishing, hunting, right? That third pillar, I feel like, shouldn't be like all that. Pillar should be the southern roots, right? The what it means to be a southern person or from the south or a country boy, redneck, whatever. And that's constantly changing. That's not saying, hey, what it means to be a southern person in 1820 is what it should be today. Because that's absolutely not true. And 1820s are random, really random date and time year or whatever but hey i'm just trying to make an illustration here that's always evolving so to always say like beer drugs fishing hunting drive my truck growing a beard no that's i feel like that you really have to think about this and really deeply to think about what it truly means to be Southern, right? I think, for me, being Southern is a part of that love, is being loving. I think of, like, my grandparents' love, my, my dad's love, my mom's love for me, my love for my friends and my family members my love of country music, and being protective of that of all costs, like being being willing to fight for it. And I feel like, you know how we sing American Soldier by Toby Keith and very patriotic and like I'm in your face about my country kind of ordeal. That is also another great pillar that you could exemplify but i'm going to just combine it to three pillars patriotism slash southern roots i would say is one pillar for sure and that is the three and if you drew that i would if you want to draw with me because i am drawing it because i have a piece of paper and a pen draw a essentially three pillars equal size on the surface draw the ground like a line or whatever draw a roof but without like a straight up roof it's like a runoff roof right 
so it can like water can run off. Draw you a little cloud with rain. And then I put like a little sign, you know. Look, you put a little person underneath the the foundation or whatever. A little hair. Whatever whatever you want to do. Okay. So this is how I view it, right? Boom. The cloud with the rain, the thunderstorm, whatever. That's life, man. That's the stuff that puts you down. That is, you got fired from work. You got your heart broke. You got whatever happened to you, right? Because life is going to sucker punch you in the face so many times. And it doesn't matter how old you are. It's always going to find a way to hit you. It doesn't matter how great off you're in life. You could be a millionaire, billionaire, whatever. It's going to hit you somehow. Life is going to hit you in the mouth. The face, the eye, the chest, the arm, the leg, whatever. It's going to hit you. Right? Life is going to bring that precipitation and that storm down to you. So you're going to put bad things, right? Bad things, conflicts. And then you're like, okay, so you got these three pillars. You got love on the very left. You got patriotism. Slash traditional country roots or whatever. And then in the middle, you have heartbreak. And that roof... That is above that person that's protecting that person. That is making sure that bad conflict and stuff doesn't get to that man that's underneath that. Guys, that's country music. Right? And that kind of like, this little introduction of like, what what is country music? That's one of the elements of country music. It's way deeper than that, but... Guys, girls, old men, young men, country music should be about that. It should be not protecting us from life because we do have to experience, but it's supposed to help us. you got to think, a slanted roof can only get so much rain off, right? They're still going to have a little bit of rain up top. There's going to be that accumulation on the on the shingles or whatever, whatever material that you're using for that roof, right? There's going to be that... Them drops. There's going to be something there. There's still going to be those bad things and conflicts. But majority of that stuff's going to run right off that roof. Because you know what we have? We have songs about me. Like Trace Atkins once said. Songs about who I am. And that is why I like country music. That's no, Excuse me, not like. That's why I love country music. That is why... Out of all the genres, country music's always been there for me because it's songs about me and who I am and who I want to be and what I've been through. Right? I mean, now I want you to sit here and think, if you are a country music fan, think about the songs that you would say are your favorites, your your favorite songs, right? The songs that... You're like, I love this song, I love this song, I love that song, I love this song. I would say, this is a, might be a stretch, but I'm going to say, 90% of those songs 
are going to be songs about something either you've experienced in your life, you are wanting to experience in your life, or other people around you have experienced and you want to relate to them, right? That is just so cool because country music, I would say, is one of the most relatable genres there is out there, right? Gospel music is relatable, sure, if you're spiritual. Christmas music is relatable if you like Christmas. Rock music is relatable if you're into whatever they're singing about. And I would I would exemplify say that there's some elements in rock music that have come over to country. But that's another story for another day. That's another <laughs> that's another long conversation. And I don't think I got time for that today, but just kind of think about it here, guys, gals, people. Just sit here and think, right? Out of all the genres that you can think of, is there another genre that you can sit there and listen to and be like, I relate to this? And you'd be like, Mozart, right? Beethoven. <laughs> no. And that's kind of where I'm at. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't, you know, have a truck. I drive a Nissan Sentra. Do I want a truck? Sure, because I want to be able to tow a kayak and stuff and go go fishing, which I love fishing. Of course, right? And you're like, ah, oh, he's one of those guys, so he is. But I don't necessarily like hunting. I grew up doing it, but it's something that I don't find a lot of thrill in. Um, it's more of about the chase of the hunt than actually the hunt itself, if that makes sense. And once you get the hunts over, that adrenaline's gone, there's so much work to be done. And I'm not saying that I'm not a hard worker because anybody that knows me truly knows that that is not the case. I'm one of the most harder working people that I can say. I would say that out of all the genres, I can relate to that stuff, not because of my southern fishing and stuff and not driving a truck and stuff like that it's more or less about me being who i am because what i've experienced in my life so those three pillars hold that roof up that keeps the water off of us from the thunderstorm right and fishing hunting and stuff like that are not a part of those pillars it's those pillars of virtue those pillars of emotion of pride that make country music what it actually is and i feel like that is a point that we should talk about and i did today i feel like i've done a, a decent job of accomplishing it but if you've never listened to country music before i would ask you to look at it from the look of love, heartbreak, patriotism, and traditional roots, and think about it like that, and open your eyes to it. So don't just see the redneck pickup trucks and drinking Steve Weisers and getting absolutely hammered on the on the beach while hunting, you know, whitetail deer or elk. Wow, kissing your baby. No, view it as what it should be as 
a encompasses of love, family, God, love, romantic love, heartbreak of losing those loved ones, any of the two, and I guess technically losing Jesus if you believed in that at that point. Of course, the resurrection and everything, but I digress. I'm trying not to get too religious on this because, hey, there's so much that you could do with connotations of religion and Christianity. That might be another reason why people don't really necessarily relate to country music so much is because, hey, God's a part of it. Jesus is a part of it a lot, and that might not be something I believe in. Well, I, I that is up for you, and I, I can understand that, uh, that barrier, I guess, but if you view it from any of the other perspectives of love and heartbreak, and then you look at the traditional roots and the uh, patriotism, right? I feel like you can find a deeper appreciation for country music. And that's how I try to analyze my music. When I'm sitting there listening to new artists, I'm like, hey, is this person country or not? I mean, that's the most simplest thing that I can say for you guys is, do I believe this man is country or do I believe this man is not country music? And then you also get to the point of like, okay, is that the only qualifications? Because I can find some rock songs about, oh, I, I love this person. I've been heartbroken and I have this patriotism, all right? Okay, fair enough. Then you have to think of like the instrumentals and stuff and how the style is. And I would say style is a part of it. But I would say the style is more or less like the inner part of the roof. Like the – you got like your boards, the foundation – the inner working, that could be like your actual instrumental, like your tempo, your melody, your style, right? But those pillars are still holding up, so that that would be kind of an interesting aspect to talk about. But I've talked your ears off enough. I appreciate you guys listening, and I hope I brought a little bit of a different perspective into country music for you, and I hope that you guys have a wonderful day. I believe this will be going up on Saturday, so enjoy your Saturday off. Or if you're like me, salute to you, retail worker, you hard-nosed grinder, whatever you do on Saturday. And I will see y'all guys next week. Please take care. I appreciate all of you. And as always, keep country music alive, baby. Let's go.